Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. All right, all right. It's a new week, August 15th already. Um, you know... Uh, hopefully it starts out with new energies. Everything's going to be good. I think we're go- we're going to be in for a little bit of a um, good um, good time, especially for this show because one of my good friends, Nachi Keta Fire, is on with us today. Uh, Bethany Adani is also with us. Aaron Cole's not joining us. He'll be back tomorrow. He had to take care of some stuff. Um, Nachi Keta Fire. I met him on Clubhouse. He is an amazing person. He has a lot of life experience and a lot of amazing stories. And Bethany and I thought it would be, um, and Aaron thought it would be great to have him on the show to uh, talk about all of this stuff um, that he's into and basically his journey and how he's come full circle to where he is right now today. So everyone, please welcome Nachi Keta Fire to the show today. Nachi Keta. Hey, Nachi Keta. 
Hey Welcome guys, uh, thanks for having me on, Shepard and Bethany. Uh, so excited to be here. Yeah, man, uh, we've been waiting for this for a while because every time I listen to you talk in Clubhouse or or you and I are uh, talking, I I also feel like we have a lot of in common, even though we have a lot of different life experiences as well. So um, somehow I feel like connected to you. You're halfway across the world. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and then, you know, however, you, whatever path you want to take them on, Nachi Keta, go ahead and do that. And um, also tell them where to follow you and everything to, you know, in your opening. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, my name is Nachi Keta and uh, I actually... Um, want to keep my personal story a little bit on the short side because we only have an hour and there is a lot there is a lot uh, to talk about especially what's going on now but just to give you a little bit of a background uh, I was born in South Korea and um, I, I come from a kind of a, a political family um, just to keep it on a very simple side my uh, great great grandfather he was uh, a baron of the japanese empire <laughs> so he you know and then his younger brother became a prime minister as well so you know there's a little bit of uh, uh, aristocratic um, lineage there um i am a bastard i just let i just want to let everybody know my father should have inherited a lot of wealth and property but he was a crazy guy so he ended up um wasting it all Right. And uh, he had met my mother, who was some kind of a contraband smuggler of jewelry, uh, kind of up upscale, like uh, upper class, like prostitute type. And uh, I was the result of their affair. Um, I moved around to different foster care uh, from birth, uh, probably lived over 100 different places. Um, when my father passed away, when I was about eight and a half, I decided to run out in the streets because um, my uncle, you know, he was poor and he did not like me. His family did not like me. So uh, I uh, spent some time out in the streets, several months, uh, got picked up by the police, went to juvenile jail. Uh, from there, I went to an orphanage after a couple of weeks and I stayed in the orphanage for about a year, year and a half. And I was adopted at 10, 10 and a half uh, to a rural Wisconsin, uh, to a nice family in rural Wisconsin, uh, where my father there and mother, uh, uh, my, my father was a professor and my life began in, uh, Wisconsin wow. uh, when I was 10. Now that's yeah. an awful lot to go through, uh, in the time period, you know, from being, uh, young to, to 10 years old. So you're halfway through your childhood essentially. And you, you've already um, been to a lot of schools and stuff. What um, or homes and stuff? What was that like, Nachiketa? I mean, um, was that a, I, like? I, I mean, I can't even imagine. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, um, was that a real busy time? Um, you know, how 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 did you end up going from like place to place? What would happen? Well, in Korea, I didn't really have a lot of uh, options. Um, you know, I remember being with my uncles and aunts and grandparents and mm -hmm. some other people I didn't know. Um, anybody who could take care of me for a short while. So it was quite 
hectic in the sense that I probably stayed in one place sometimes for a week or two, another place for another week or two or a month. Uh, I saw my father every once in a while, but every time I saw my father, he was at a different place and, and I would be with him and spending some time with him. And then again, I was uh, picked up by my uncle or whomever. And then, uh, um, I wouldn't see him for a while. Um, I would say my childhood was a little bit on the difficult side just because I didn't, um, go to school. Um, I didn't really hang out with other kids so much. And uh, towards my father's last years, uh, I had to take care of him at a very young age, you know, which meant that I had to go out and, uh, you know, shop for food, come home and, you know, uh, wash rice and cook rice and, you know, kind of doing domestic duties uh, at a very young age. So that prevented me from going to school. Um, just, you know, um, I, I was illiterate uh, in Korean. I, I remember uh, when some kids came along and, and they were trying to <laughs> hang out with me and we were reading and I couldn't read. And even when I was in the orphanage, uh, I was very much behind, uh, school because, um, you know, I didn't know how to read. I didn't know how to write. I didn't know how to do basic math, like pluses and minuses and uh, divisions and multiplication. So, uh, it took me a little while to kind of catch up on all that. Absolutely. So, uh, you, so at 10 years old, you arrive in the U S and what, what city or area did you say that was not Uh, I grew up in Ripon, Wisconsin, home of the Republican party. Okay. Now, uh, what, so what, you know, uh, th that's obviously probably a trip for you, right? Going from South Korea to, the U.S. and just the difference in that. For sure. Uh, you know, um, Ripon, Wisconsin is a predominantly uh, Caucasian um, place and that uh, I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb, <laughs> you know, as you can imagine. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. You know, I myself, I went to a lot of different schools, so I feel like, um, you know, um, in a way I could relate, uh, to some extent. And, uh, you know, I, I've been in places where it was like totally the opposite. It felt like culture shock, stuff like that. So that's, um, that's fascinating to me personally. Um, so, okay. So 10 years old, where, like, where do you go from there? Uh, you're, you're in the U S. Yeah. Uh, my parents decided to, um, kind of hold me back a uh, grade which is good that way I, I had to um you know uh go to school a little bit longer and uh i started out my journey in fifth grade at elementary school and um you know um just trying to learn english uh i came in june of 1989 and uh, we took a little trip together as a family to washington and then i remember uh being back and i had to like you know, go through, uh, learn English privately through my neighbor. Uh, so she taught me English. Uh, I tried to catch up. My mom used to come almost daily uh, to school to uh, make me read books. Uh, mm -hmm. I hated it, of course, but uh, we're going to go to a break. Nachi Keta. I, I relate. I used to hate reading. <laughs> well, we'll be right back with Nachi Keta Fire. Stay tuned. 
Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7-365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all-original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails. Sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to the Shepard Ambellis Show. Today we got a good friend from Clubhouse that I met on Clubhouse, Nachi Keta Fire. And uh, during the first segment, uh, he was breaking down his life. He got about uh, a little farther than the halfway point. And, um, you know, coming to America and, and continue on with your story, Nachi Keta, because I want uh, people to kind of you know, get to know you up to uh, this point, I guess. Yeah, thank you, uh, Shepard, for having me again. And, uh, um, you know, uh, I would say um, middle school and high school, uh, for the most part, was pretty typical with probably uh, many Americans in the sense that, um, 
you know, the curriculum is the same. And I kind of grew up in an upper middle class um, family. Uh, my father, like I mentioned, uh, was a professor uh, at Ripon College there. Uh, he went to Yale. So, um, you know, you can kind of imagine uh, the family being on the liberal side. We were quite liberal, uh, left-leaning, democratic uh, Democrats. And so, uh, yeah, like, so like middle school and high school, for the most part, wasn't that, uh, much eventful, you know, I mean, of course, you know, I, I, I drank and, and I did have a near death experience when I was about 15 years old. Oh, and that, really? To me, yeah. To me, that was of course very significant. And, um, what, uh, was, uh, what, uh, what, what, what happened? Can you, can you tell us? Yeah. 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 So, um, like uh, I had a friend who lived slightly outside of the country and he was raised by a single father and he was away. I don't know what, but his house was free. So we decided to and, um, have a party there. And I'm not, I wasn't a big drinker at that time. I, I tried to be a good student. I, I played sports like soccer and, um, you know, uh, being drunk, uh, we, my dad would allow me like half a glass of beer growing up and, and a little bit of wine just, you know, but never like, like this getting drunk type of thing was kind of frowned upon in the family. But I decided that, uh, that day, um, I really wanted to know what, uh, you know, alcohol was, uh, was about. <laughs> so, uh, we were able to obtain, I got like a five, like a liter bottle you know one of those like five dollar bottles that's like not five liters i don't know how it's like a big bottle yeah like um, a two liter of, maybe i think uh yeah, yeah two yeah. liter perhaps. yeah so um it's like seven eight dollars i remember at that time that i spent maybe even less it was like the cheapest thing that you can possibly buy and we bought like kool-aid or some kind of grape juice <laughs> you know we were poor uh high school kids and and I had a little little video game machine called the 3DO, so I brought that over, nerdy, <laughs> and we're gonna hang out. We hooked that up on t to TV, and we were playing all these uh, 3DO games, which is not PlayStation; it's something different. But I had like Road Rash and and Mortal Kombat and stuff like this. So we hooked that up, and then we're playing, and we're just drinking, you know, and 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 getting really fucking drunk. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you can, <laughs> you can you can you can say anything. Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so some some programs are a little bit particular about this yeah. type of stuff, uh, and I it came out just anyways. Uh, so We're all we drank free speech here on ATN uh, Live here. <laughs> yes, free speech. Thank God, we need more free speech, guys. We yeah. need more free speech. Yeah, that's a do. rare thing. I applaud you guys. I <laughs> applaud you. So so okay. Long story short, I got super drunk, and then uh, some. Uh, other friends brought some weed over. We smoked. I drank some more. I was really messed up. And uh, uh, what I ended up happening was I was like rolling on the floor, like on the carpet, you know, like behind the couch. And I couldn't move. Oh, <laughs> I was shit. just completely uh, like uh, passed out. But I was still there, like consciously. I just couldn't move. And my friends were there shaking and they were slapping my face. And uh, uh, I was just like, Hmm, I want to respond. Um, I, I want to let them know that I'm okay. I, and I was trying to give him some sign or indication, but I felt like a like drowned victim. You know, I was just completely like no movement at all. You yeah. Know? And and 
you know, they probably thought uh, I was, I mean, I'm sure they thought I was alive because I, you know, uh, I, I'm sure I was breathing and stuff, but I felt slightly outside of my body and was observing that situation mm -hmm. from, mm -hmm. from another angle in a mm -hmm. way. And uh, I was like, hmm, you know, and then I don't know how long I was in that state, mm -hmm. but then I slipped into another kind of uh, state of consciousness where I was, I felt myself to be bathing in like white light, mm -hmm. you know, and I felt to be like very blissful, comfortable, you know, in a womb type of state, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it felt very timeless to me. I didn't, I didn't, um, you know, I'm, I'm floating in there. I'm, I'm actually thinking about my body in a way, I, you know, thinking like, oh, do I have hands? Do I have feet? It's so comfortable here, you know, and I don't know, just wow. kind of like just, just timeless, yeah. you know, and blissful and just yeah. white light only and nothing else, you know, and went on for eternity. You know, and, and then, and I don't know when, and then I woke up <laughs> and I woke up and I found a bucket, I puked and uh, nobody was there. Just that one person who is the son of that house. And uh, he was like almost relieved, I think, that I was moving about and the place was trashed. Uh, I think uh, he had some <laughs> like hash browns or something that he fried up and uh, we Perfect. ate that and he was able to. Somebody came and picked me up. I think it was a buddy of mine. And then uh, I was at home thinking about that experience like all day. It was just like like I couldn't talk to anybody about mm -hmm. it at that time. You know, mm -hmm. like I didn't think anybody would understand me. It was just how a old did you say you were Nachikata? Sorry, how old were you like when that 15? happened? Okay. Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did that seem uh, super vivid, uh, real, like you knew it was real, essentially? Like, uh, did, did it feel like a dream state? Um, did it feel like you had any control? Like, what, what did that uh, feel like? I mean, obviously, I didn't have any control. Like, uh, there was no, like, it's not like you, uh, you know, it, it happens. It happens by itself, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, uh, when you are only accustomed to one way of being, for everybody, for that consciousness, it's always going to be a show. You know? That's trippy. And you and you mentioned that you actually um, you were aware of this transition within that. You know, you had that first. You know, you went into no, a first level of I, I, unconsciousness. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like it's like those moments. Of memory and I don't know I have a pretty decent memory of things I and I think maybe that's because there's so many different things that have happened in my life I just think that I was able to compare and contrast compare and contrast and so like I have these images and moments in my mind and they become an anchor and the anchor comes from the fact that there are some details there that I remember mm -hmm. right but then the the transitional periods that are always little bit uh fuzzy in general it's like uh, mm -hmm. you know when do you go from that state of awake to that dream world right, you know, can right. You, can you count for it you know yeah when you're in that dream world do you remember like what when and how you went to sleep no that, that know, that's interesting kind of, yeah yeah like it just it, kind of evolved into that yeah that's real detailed you know, so. 
So we do experience it in a way, you know. So this isn't something that is that unusual, I guess. No, no, I I had a similar experience, uh, Nachiketa. I was uh, 18 um, and or 17, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I had broken my leg because I used to race uh, motocross and uh, Mm -hmm. I had uh, a broken leg and I I had a guest house that I lived in with my friend that we lived in where basically our boss and my dad's friend um, had a guest house and me and my friend lived in it my friend had his girlfriend over i had a broken leg so i had just gotten done with like surgery and i had been home for like several days and i had a prescription like painkillers and shit you know um and i was just taking those like normal because i really don't like to take like shit like that but i think i was um and one night like him and his girlfriend were over and tv was on and shit and um I was laying down because I I think I was like um, laying down on the couch or something in the main room Mm -hmm. just with my leg propped up and him and his girlfriend were talking and that part that you said it felt like the womb or something. um, Mm -hmm. It's weird because I felt like all of a sudden I felt like I was being lowered into this uh, pool of warm water and this Mm -hmm. like this like warm feeling came over me like um almost don't know how to explain it but um i don't know some kind of like warm like presence like a love or like a like um i don't know and um Mm -hmm. i felt like i was being dipped into like water and i'm like this is a trip and then all of a sudden i could see from above and i mm-hmm. and i realized i was going out of my body like consciously i was like oh shit cuz i i had mm-hmm. um i had known about out of body experiences because i had seen shows on it back then they mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. it and i was like into that a little bit you know like my parents talked about it and like so like i at least knew what that was and i guess i had figured uh that that's what was going on well it was mm-hmm. it was weird because um what happened was i could see um well before before i actually got up out of my body this is the weirdest part it was like i was in like this tunnel and it was like bright and i could hear i could hear like a it's like i could hear every conversation on the planet like millions of conversations at one time mm-hmm and I could comprehend them all. And then I like peered up almost through like this, like pillowy um, cloud layer, which is, which I find weird because this is kind of like how people describe like heaven or something, you know, these pillowy clouds. So I felt like almost like my head coming up through these pillowy clouds. And, um, Mm. but, and then that's when I could like see I could like see over the room and I could see my friend uh, talking with his girlfriend and I could hear him and I got scared and I'm like, um, shit, I should try and get back in my body, you know? And, um, but, but I, I thought it was cool. And I said, well, you know what? I should at least like try to go back in and see if I can kind of like come back to this state so I don't get stuck here or something, you know? And, um, so I did, I tried to go back in my body 
and I started to go back in my body. I guess I could feel myself like going back in my body. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back out now. Cause I tested that and I couldn't go back out of my body. And I just went back into my body basically. And that was what happened. Mm. Wow. And, and, you know, I, I think these experience are, experiences are becoming more and more common, you know, and mm-hmm. I think it's a, a very helpful thing for uh, the consciousness to um, experience some kind of death before the actual death. And maybe even several more times would be actually quite, you know, that's pretty decent practice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know. So, you know, when you uh, told your experience, I felt uh, a lot of similarities um, with Mm -hmm. mine, how you described that. And I thought that was intriguing, you know, how that uh, matched up. So surely there's something that people are experiencing um, that is uh, somewhat uh, like tangible. You know, they can tell these stories and they're similar. Mm hmm. I, you know, like for me, after that experience, I became very much interested in uh, alcohol and marijuana and uh, mushrooms or LSD. I was just thinking that day that some kind of like brain wiring had gone off in my brain or something, mm-hmm. you know, where that caused me to have that experience. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be, I wanted to recreate it actually to see if it's just like a, a chemical reaction type thing. Mm, and mm-hmm. to this day, I have never had another experience like this. So it was a one and only. That's interesting you say that. I um, So I know that I was real relaxed during that because I was obviously just resting from like an injury. I had some pain, I was on a painkiller, so I was real relaxed. So like one other time in my life, I remember um, I had just smoked weed, you know, and um, it's not like that was uh, anything new uh, for me at the time or anything. So, uh, but I was in a real relaxed state. I was laying down on a bed and um, and I, st- I felt that where I started to go out of my body again, but I couldn't even get out, but I it felt like the beginning of that. So, um, like I'm assuming you have to be in a fairly relaxed state um, I guess unless like you get in a car accident or something, I don't know how that plays out, but, um, to like initiate that, um, that, that transfer to that other realm or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the nature of reality that you're talking about you know it's the it's the foundation mm. of what everything is made of let's talk about this a little more on the other side of the break nachi keta fire is our guest this is so fascinating to me uh, uh i can't believe our, we had somewhat similar experiences we'll be right back
This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambella Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambella Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7 365 news talk and commentary atn.live has it all great shows like rained out rantcast conspiracy chicks berserker survival the cole report and my show the shepherd ambella show click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule also don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. Plus. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. What an amazing journey. What an amazing journey. Nachiketa is taking us on a ride today. Nachiketa, we got two more segments left in the show. I'll let you take this any direction you want to go. Uh, what, wherever you want to take it, man, the, the, the range are yours. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, um, and this topic of consciousness is what we are all concerned about. You know, something that everybody has to, um, you know, encounter, you know, and I, I guess everybody will have their own timing on the matter. Um, so it's not about being better or um, unique or whatever. It's actually very cliche or common 
death experience. Everybody will die. <laughs> so uh, we have to come to some acceptance of that. But uh, it's not the focus. The death in itself is not the focus. The focus is more about like what state of uh, understanding, you know, what are we seeing in terms of quote unquote reality? And this nature reality shifts a lot from baby to young adult to where we are. So that is the journey that we actually all undertake together. Okay, so uh, in regards to mine, uh, you know, I, I just will have to say like university. Okay, my first year. So after that near death experience, uh, finished high school. You know, I was curious about drugs. I I, I smoked a lot of weed in high school during lunchtime. Uh, would you know, uh, pack lunch and go out with my friends uh, in his Geo Metro, <laughs> driving somewhere, taking <laughs> bong hits. <laughs> you know <laughs> 59 miles to the gallon doing bong hits yeah dude and uh listening to fucking beatles man and uh that was my lunchtime in high school from basically sophomore year all the way until i graduated and come back super high and take class and hopefully i get i can get by so that's what i've kind of relied on a lot <laughs> <laughs> that must have been good times man yeah, I mean, you know, it's just growing up and just, you know, trying to trying to fit in. And, you know, I played sports. Uh, I I wrestled in uh, for three years. I didn't want to wrestle in my senior year, um, you know, uh, like I uh, did ran cross country, play tennis. So those were my sports. And, um, you know, this uh, uh, rural Wisconsin ripping like experience, I would say for the most part, I'm very grateful for. Uh, even though I may have been different, even though that uh, some racism was, uh, you know, had, but like nothing more than words, really, what it came down to. So I and, and the direction in which that we are finding ourselves these days, which I'll touch upon really quickly, is that there's a lot of uh, division that's going on. And people have to start to understand that we are all having a very common experience with each other. And and this uh, divide and conquer is a very effective method to, you know, get people in a state of uh, consciousness or being, you know, at angry at each other or blaming each other and such, you know, and it only can be reflected back and forth. And it works so, so good. They use this uh, yeah. tactic over and over and it works wonderful for them, um, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're so, micromanaging that at this point. I mean, they're just <laughs> they're just targeting everybody, every group, everything, every possible yep. thing. If you say tomato, you should say it tomato. I mean, it's getting that they're trying to push it that stuff like that. I mean, it's it's no joke, but I, I'm hoping people are starting to see through that. Najiketa. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and I think you guys know it as much as I do, is that you can never force anything on people's faces. I mean, they it's like more you do so, they will resist and they'll just try to prove you wrong. And and that's been the case with a lot of the uh, truths, quote unquote, that I've encountered and tried to uh, share with other people. And I don't know, maybe it's like casting a net and seeing like what you can catch. Uh, and and if you don't catch anything then so be it and be okay with that but people are going to be people let's face it you know and and i'm coming into terms not in terms of like saving the universe or saving the world or saving the community i want to save myself from this world it's like the walls are encroaching in and i want to keep my humanity mm -hmm. that's what i'm thinking about mm -hmm. you know 
That's awesome. Amen. I, I, yeah, I like that approach. That's so important. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, um, well, where do you want to go from here, Nachiketa? Um, do uh, I? I don't know if you got a little more you want to go on that and do you want to touch on a couple subjects like um say flatter nasa um tartaria you know elon musk yep. you know mandela you, yeah mandela, <laughs> mandela like yeah like something like that uh, would be awesome too yeah, I mean, like, I mean, each one of those subjects can be for hours. Absolutely. For hours, you know, so I'm going to go through Ten it hour like, real rooms. quick. <laughs> Ten-hour yeah. rooms. Yeah, 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 they really can. Like, like it's crazy. There's there's so much information, but Nachi Ket is good. So, you know, we got, we got a little bit of time. He's going to walk us through it. It's going to be good. Awesome. So, like, uh, like really, my waking up process, uh, I, I think it became, uh, be, um, and I think for a lot of people, this is also true, is 9-11. I don't know how mm-hmm. anyone can say that 9-11 was a, uh, like, a mundane uh, event. It <sighs> was such an event. Yeah. It was such an event. Did you know, it? that whether, whether you bought into it or not, it's still a big impression. It's a modern-day Pearl Harbor. Go ahead. Now, did you... Um... I, I'm assuming you saw the the you remember that day and remember newscasts and stuff. Did yeah. do you remember yeah. what you were thinking at the time? Yes, yes. I was in my art class in my sculpture room, and somebody had spoken about it. And my teacher came, and uh, everything stopped. And they talked about like World Trade Center. And I I actually thought at that time like a like Cessna airplane because you know i remember right. like news back in the 90s like there was some kind of like a small airplane that had yeah. crashed into the world trade center and i was like oh okay well not again i guess you know and then but it became like a big deal like everybody was like really be, the mood just really changed you could just feel it you know and uh uh he had rolled in like a tv into the class plugged it in and then we were just watching on tv and i think this is already like nine or ten i don't remember exactly uh, what time but i i remember watching those towers and that plane crashing in over and over again in class and i'm like holy shit you know this is like serious mm-hmm. like i was thinking this is like not like a joke that like, this is a huge event and you know afterwards uh there were uh, all these cars lined up at gas stations and and some gas stations were selling like petrol for like you know double triple price and everybody was oh, concerned wow. about that. Like, yeah you know? uh-huh. yeah you know so oh yeah so yeah that's that's that was a big event that was a big ritual event you know and um but i didn't really uncover anything about it because i just was had this question of like the narrative i remember mm-hmm. picking up newsweek or time magazine at kmart uh and then you know they were explaining how the buildings could have come down and it was like exactly the same as the nist report right you know, like with, uh, like this pancake thing and um gravity and all that <laughs> yeah 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 and so I don't know. That always kind of made me think about it. And uh, even though I n- could not articulate it at the time, I knew something was way off. Um, just I think it took took me when I graduated in 2004, starting maybe 2005-ish, four to five. I was starting to get into conspiracy theories more seriously. And uh, you know, I saw Money Masters by 
uh, Bill Stills or something like this. And um, that really made an impression just because I grew up with an economic professor, you know, so I thought I had some idea of economics and I had no uh, training about the you know Federal Reserve or or you know the private matters of the Federal Reserve and the who operates it and all that stuff you know and uh, the money masters right and it was a pretty pretty big deal you know to come to that understanding because you think that the whole voting system or the whole economic system that they tell tell you about at school is how things are you know working one to one but when you go through all that you realize this is just kind of illusion you know it's kind of how the, it, this is the trickery of their hands right yeah they're like you get through school and college and everything and they're like welcome to the real world it's exactly the opposite <clears throat> you know um it's crazy that they put people in that position though um the, you know they'll, they'll like train them uh how the world works or 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 um indoctrinate i guess the masses you know, uh, on TV through programming, all this stuff, radio, and then people that becomes their reality. We'll be back with Nachiketa. We got one more segment. Uh, maybe he'll uh, get into Mandela or something as well. We'll be right back. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show. The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows. ATN.live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, 
contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. He prefers Dogman over Bigfoot and Mothman. He once got in a fight with a pit bull and won. His passion for the truth is infinite. He is Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. What a great story our guest Nachiketa Fire has. Nachiketa, also, don't forget to plug any social media you want to and all that. Um, we, I was thinking we got about 10, 12 minutes left or something like that. Um, maybe, um, I know at one point you were uh, riding around on a motorcycle with a bag of books. I think that is absolutely fascinating. And then maybe you can dive into Mandela for like five minutes. Yeah, sure. Um, so like, you know, we fast forward to 2018, I got tired of everything. And um, I was in Nepal for maybe about three and a half years. Um, I decided to go to Delhi, uh, bought a motorcycle Himalayan with um, like metal boxes. Yeah, and I drove, it back. I drove it back to, uh, uh, you know, Kathmandu. And, uh-huh. and um, I began pretty much with a Vipassana program. So I did Vipassana afterwards. I started um, biking and I went from Nepal to Shikkim, which is to the east, mm-hmm. and then spent a couple months there. Uh, did Vipassana for like a month. So I, I, I did Vipassana and then I served. And so I was like really gung ho about Vipassana and meditation and traveling to like monasteries and stuff. I was very much inspired. Went to uh, Mount Kanchenjenga which is uh, like third tallest in the world, I think, but it's wow. like uh, forbidden to climb because it's a holy mountain. It, it really? uh, splits Nepal and India, like it's right in between those two countries. So we went to like base camp there. Go ahead. That's amazing. And to do this on a motorcycle is, uh, that's my favorite part. Uh, what, like, you know, what's, what's that like, Nachiketa? Um, and, and at the same time, you know, you're getting in tune with everything um that had to be a great feeling yeah i mean you know there's a lot of freedom and just kind of like wow i like i'm i'm just open as the world you know i just wherever the wind takes me really like mm-hmm. uh, that's the kind of feeling that i had and like any which way it's going to spin me i'm going to go with it whatever if i meet someone fine if i don't that's fine if i meet this monk you know monk <laughs> that's fine you know and uh everything was uh, good just but the riding you know um you have to put concentration into it you have to it was a meditation mm-hmm. in itself in a way like mm-hmm. this motorcycle riding you know and the mountains and and just you know you with this backpack and and your motorbike and and your gears and 
and that's it. You know, nothing else. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. You, you said the key, <laughs> you said the keyword, Najiketa, because this is exactly what I was thinking as you were describing this freedom. And I think that's how. I mean, we have gotten so like locked into this ideology of what's been dictated to mm-hmm. us as to what normal is and normal society and what you're supposed to be yeah. and how you're supposed to grow up. And you know, we we just waste so much time on everybody's working to pay a mortgage. That's what that's what the American dream looks like, and they're never home to enjoy it. But anyway, that's that's freedom. Freedom, well, right there. Yeah, I mean, that's really do it, living the the dream, right? Like doing the ultimate thing, like just um, you know, um, jumping, going all in. I guess, right? That, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I I mean, I just cannot kind of see it any other way i i just kind of feel like i have to be wholehearted about it that and i know uh everybody has to make their own decisions and it's not a judgment thing i mean it's okay nobody needs to jump <laughs> right, you know, right it's okay you know you can stand exactly where you are and that's also okay and um but it's it's always about you know um this reality becomes you know how you how you decide to live it, I guess, you know, in a lot of ways. So that as much faith you put into it, I think that like that much faith can be put back into yourself. And it's not a calculated thing. It's more like that's the byproduct of what, what you do, you know, but that's not for it. That that's why you do anything. You do it because that's, you know, what you believe to be love. That's what you believe to be freedom. And your action speaks louder than words, right? Absolutely. Uh, we got about five minutes left uh, before we got to get out of here. I was thinking you could maybe do like a crash course in Mandela for anyone who hasn't heard about it. Sure. Absolutely. So end of 2018, I'm done with uh, uh, like uh, my motorcycle stuff. And um, I found myself in this hut and I get YouTube recommendations almost right away about the Mandela effect. I click on it. And I'm like, this is weird. So let me investigate because I was thinking like maybe Google can be messing with us and, you know, some kind of trolling. I thought it was kind of happening. And uh, I uh, found um, a video uh, about 99%, 99 99.9% chance that uh, the Mandela effect is real by the Harbinger of Harvest on YouTube. And that uh, video was talking about how a lion and a lamb had changed to wolf and a lamb and i had to go check that out because i remember reading about that and it had and he talked about wineskins and how wineskins had changed to wine bottles and this is late like uh, uh october november of 2018 so it's like almost four years ago now and uh, i remember like this is weird i remember about the wineskins like uh, you know that parable and uh, why would it be wine bottles it just did not make any sense to me at all because I have a, a very specific memory about wine skins and wine skins is one of those things that is so like unique that you would never hardly hear about it anywhere else other than in the Bible, at least in my memory. So when I went and checked my 1599 Geneva Bibles I had since I was in Korea, like, you know, already back in 2012 or 2011. So I had this Bible with me for a very long time and uh, always took it with me wherever I went, you know, mm-hmm. it was important to me. Not that I'm a Christian, it's just that it was important to me that I, I can make references because I didn't read it end to end. And um, 
but uh, just for you know kind of a research sake and and it became handy because i had it and it uh, uh proved to me like without the, the internet without any like uh, pdf files or anything like this i had a physical copy right here and i'm grateful for it <laughs> oh my gosh without it then I, I i think it would have been longer for me to actually come to the realization that the Mandela effect, which is supernatural changes that are happening in the world, you know, and comes in the form of logos and historical events, uh, movie lines, you know, like uh, if you build it, what? You guys can both answer. If you he build will it, come. what? He will uh, come. Yeah, but that's the, that's the version now. But in the past, people remember if you build it, they will come. Well, right? right, right, right. They will come. In the past. Yeah, if you build it, they will come. Everybody, I think most everybody remembers that. And then now that has changed to if you build it, he will come. So that's the Mandela effect in the nutshell is that there are supernatural changes. And, and you know, it it's like uh, not a memory thing. I mean, it has everything to do with memory, but it's, it has nothing to do with false memory. And we know it because there are so many people of all different walks of life have all shared the same false memory, right? Every remember, everybody remembers they, nobody remembers she, nobody remembers her or, or whatever, you know, it was always they, you know, so, <laughs> so, yeah. so this is one of the proofs uh, that, uh, uh, and you can always come up with some exception and somebody will say, no, I, I swear to God, I swear to God that I remember, you know, Z or something, I don't know, you know, they can come up with anything and you can't take that away from that person because they're very, you know, sure about it. So what? You know, that doesn't change the fact that 99.9% .9 of the people probably remember they rather than he, you know. So this is Luke, a surprise. I am your father. That's the yeah. one that always gets me. But what do you think is changing it supernaturally then? Where do you think that's coming from? Do you think it has anything to do with CERN? Or timelines? Well, um, okay. I would say timelines maybe not so much because uh, uh, like, you know, if you think about it, the back to the future analogy you back in you go back in time and you change so everybody changed actually you're talking about completely different people the the father mm -hmm. is not the same father as you remember i mean in it, that up to that point it was but after the timeline oh right split, right right it's it's just a different person completely you have effectively went to another reality yeah but mm, that means you are complex. the only one who remembers or the people who have time travel remembers that other reality, but you're just in a completely different reality, period. It's so crazy. You know, to tell people how to listen to you on uh, Clubhouse and all that and give them your social media. Uh, no, I, I mean, I don't really have social media. I, I'm on Clubhouse. You can find me, Nachiketa Fire. You can probably just like, find, like search there. I yeah. don't really care about social media that much. I like this kind of contact you know like we're we're just talking to each other uh yeah and, um, you gotta enough. everyone's gotta go in a clubhouse and search nachiketa fire because he has a lot to say nachiketa thanks for coming on the show man amazing thank you very much shepherd and uh bethany i mean uh, oh thanks. thanks for coming on thank you bye nachiketa we'll have to do another show with you on the on the mandela just talk about that and flat earth Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. 
Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7 365 news talk and commentary atn.live has it all great shows like rained out rantcast conspiracy chicks berserker survival the cole report and my show the shepherd ambella show click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule also don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. A-T-N 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 Dot Live Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.